Hey, this is Saivi and you're tuned into the morning show only on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. Hello and welcome to Tanchamar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Tuesday, March 28th. Coming up on today's Tanchamar Report. The reason why Sackville is so important um, is because of all of the amazing natural lands and heritage wetland sites that are within the community, which are key um, you know, environmental habitats for birds, species at risk, and many other um, wildlife. Amber Jordan of Nature Canada wants Sackville and Tanchamar residents to commit to becoming more bird-friendly. The National Campaign for Bird-Friendly Cities is targeting Tanchamar, and so we talk with Jordan to find out more about what it means to be bird-friendly. That's coming up shortly, right after today's briefs. Tanchamar Council met on Monday afternoon and took a first look at some of the items they will be asked to approve in two weeks' time at their April regular meeting. Summer festivals and activities featured prominently on Monday. Sappy Fest will happen August 4th to 6th this year, and councillors seemed keen to provide the usual in-kind support and street closures for the long-standing festival. The Friday Night Cruise Antique Car Show will also be happening on June 23rd, with parts of Main Street closed for the duration as it fills up with antiques from across the region. And a Dorchester Festival got added to the list of community events that will receive funding through Tanchamar's Community Grants Program. The Shire Town Days Festival will receive $2,500 towards their festival. Last year, Dorchester Village gave Shire Town $3,000, which was reallocated from their cancelled Sandpiper Festival, which is normally hosted and organized by the village. Another sure sign of summer is the upcoming approval of a contract to supply and maintain the town's flower beds and planters. The town received two quotes to cover two years of the planting and maintenance of flower baskets, planters, and beds. Remarkably, the two quotes were less than $4 apart. A Dawson Settlement Company and a locally operated Yard Guys both submitted quotes for roughly $48,000 for the two-year contract. The difference of $3.68. Never seen this yet, but anyways, that's awesome that we know we're on the right track. Uh, Anyways, and there will be a motion coming forward in in the next council meeting. Councillor Debbie Wiggins-Colwell asked Facilities Manager Todd Cole about the extent of the flower contract. I just wanted to know, uh, is this just for all of Tantamar area for your baskets? Will will the outside areas now that we're amalgamated, will they receive some of these baskets also? Or how, how does that work, Mr. Cole? Mr. Cole? At this time, this, this tender was out for specifically for Sackville. Uh, it is a unit price contract, so down the road if we decide we want to add to other areas outside of these limits we certainly can um, my understanding is there's already a plan in dorchester with iode that looks after flowers there and we will continue to move forward and look at other areas around in past years dorchester village has budgeted between 100 and 150 dollars for flowers and the local iode chapter volunteers plant and maintain them we'll bring you more stories from council on tanchamar report throughout the week This Thursday, the lobby of the Owens Art Gallery will transform with workstations for the second annual Wikipedia Art and Feminism Edit-a-thon. Wikipedia is one of the most visited sites on the internet and also one of the biggest collaborative projects on the planet, with about 130,000 active editors for the English site in the past month. But there are gaps in Wikipedia's content. 
According to editors, only about 17% of biographies on Wikipedia are about women, and only about 15% of Wikipedia editors are female. Since 2014, groups of volunteers around the globe have been working to change that. The Owens event is part of the Global Art and Feminism Initiative, and event organizers say the focus of the local project will be on women, LGBTQIA+, and racialized artists who have exhibited at the Owens or whose work is in the Owens permanent collection. Organizers say they will provide training and support for people new to Wikipedia, and will have a list of suggested articles to work on and reference materials available. The event runs 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Thursday, and you can find more information at owensartgallery.com. Now for today's feature story. Since 2019, Nature Canada has been running a bird-friendly city campaign across the country, asking volunteers and municipal governments to step up with policies and actions that can help protect wild birds. This spring, the campaign is coming to Sackville and Tanchamar. I called up Autumn Jordan, Nature Canada's urban nature organizer, to find out more and started asking why the organization turned its gaze to Sackville. So Nature Canada hopes that every municipality across the country, regardless of size, uh, is working to become more bird friendly. We also have a small community standard for um, municipalities below 20,000. But the reason why Sackville is so important um, is because of all the amazing natural lands and heritage wetland sites that are within the community, which are key you know, environmental habitats for birds, species at risk, and many other um, wildlife. And we also have uh, Nature Canada has a strong partnership with Nature New Brunswick. Um, so that is kind of our, our key connection to the area and why we wanted to get started campaigning there. The, uh, you know, the, the Facebook ads that I've seen have been talking about a petition to call for a bird-friendly city. What, is, you know, what, what, is, what are you asking people to sort of sign on for? Yeah, so our local partners working on um, the boots-on-the-ground side of the project. Nature Canada kind of handles the more higher-level stuff, such as petitions and um, engagement with municipal representatives in each community. So that is what we are hoping to um, use that signy side of the petition for um, to um, show city council the support um, in regards to the Bird Friendly City program, uh, the program requirements, and the progressive municipal policies outlined within it. What kind of things do you see municipalities being able to do? Within the program, we would love to see, uh, I know that Saxville is currently undergoing the amalgamation process. So after that fact, uh, hopefully when council is all settled in, we can begin having conversations um, about how to prevent municipal buildings from having window strikes with birds, uh, implementing some dark sky policies, um, roaming cats provisions and bylaws, um, or even biodiversity policies, climate change action plans um, with clear targets and metrics that include protecting the natural areas and spaces that Sackville already has are just some of the um, few few ways in which um, the municipality can um, take action. And that is what we are hoping um, the petition shows that local residents are behind Um, the supporting of those initiatives and um, policies.
Okay. Now, I mean, that's a long list of policies, and I know uh, there's a the certain certain level of contention that happens when when you bring cats into the conversation. I don't know if you face that in other municipalities. I mean, what's the response to the sort of pushback against the idea of having you know bylaws that attempt to keep to keep cats indoors, essentially? Totally. I, uh, I had the chance to attend the city of Toronto's delegation on the same issue. <laughs> it was very intense, as you can imagine, um, and ended up being um, shut down by Toronto city staff due to enforcement and staff capacity. So that's definitely something that we're well aware of and is common. Um, so in that case, if, if similar issues you know, are to arise in Sackville, we hope that we can get bird lovers and cat lovers on the same page um, because there's also some, uh, you know, uh, health issues that come up with, with cats being outdoors too, outside of just um, cats predating and eating wildlife. Um, but, you know, if, uh, because it is such a, a such a contentious topic, um, you know, outside of the no roam bylaws, Nature Canada and the Bird Friendly City program advocates for educational campaigns as well um, to the benefits of keeping cats indoors, leashing cats. And we also have a um, free online educational uh, program from kindergarten, I believe, to grade five about the benefits of um, keeping cats indoors. I know that's sort of a side, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so, you know, it's not just about... I guess, bylaws and legislation, but it's also about public education, that sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Because you can't have one without the other, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, is the bird-friendly city, is this sort of an accreditation process? Like would Sackville need to, or would, I guess, our new amalgamated municipality of Tanchamar need need to sort of tick off a certain number of boxes in order to be considered bird-friendly by Nature Canada? Yeah. Yeah, so um, the Nature Canada, our Nature Canada Bird Friendly City program has three levels of certification, entry, intermediate, and high. And the scoring point system is uh, weighted in such a way that the larger threats to birds um, are weighted more heavily in the system um, than others. Um, and I believe the city standard has a total of 50 points. Um so once the bird team coalition has created um, their application and populated it with data, evidence, and information with community stakeholders and, and partners and, of course, uh, residents who are involved with the local birding scene, um, they submit their application to Nature Canada, um, and I pass it along to our scoring committee. And, uh, you know, is there, have there... Is there examples of, you know, smaller towns in Canada that have, have gone this route successfully? Yeah, so uh, right now in Lions Bay, B.C., the village of Lions Bay, is our first uh, small town accredited community as bird friendly. Um, it's lovely, the work that they do, and, and maybe similarly to Sackville, as they're a a BC village, they have a lot of coyotes and other wildlife, so free-roaming cats aren't necessarily an issue for them, um, and nor is light pollution because they are such a small, such a small community. So, um, with the flexibility built into the program, as there's only six mandatory criteria, um, it really allows um, 
municipalities of all sizes to um, adapt their own um, action plan of bird-friendly um, bird-friendly criteria. Nature Canada really wants the um, document itself, which is quite long if you've looked at it, Erica. I think it's, it's about uh, 12 pages of criteria. So Nature Canada really wants that document to be used as sort of an outline action plan or strategy document that municipalities and um, community members can take um, to work towards as like a, as an end goal. You know, you want all of those boxes checked off at the end of the day, but if right now it's half of that, it's still a step in the right direction. And I guess, I mean, people can find out more information online, but uh, yeah, anything else people should know about this this initiative, Autumn? Yeah, I think it's uh, an amazing initiative to help protect our wild birds. And I should also mention that a lot of times people forget that birds are an indicator species, which means they really do help show us the overall ecosystem health uh, of where we may live similarly to bees. And if anyone has any questions and would like to learn more about the program, please uh, feel free to shoot me an email and reach out to me anytime. That's Autumn Jordan, Urban Nature Organizer with Nature Canada. The group is circulating a petition online to express interest in participating in its bird-friendly city program and hopes to have it ready to present sometime close to World Migratory Bird Day on May 13th. That's it for Tanchamar Report for this Tuesday, March 28th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the Local Journalism Initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. Boys of the Marshes. And now the weather. Today, mainly cloudy with 30% chance of flurries or rain showers. Risk of freezing drizzle earlier this morning. Wind up to 15 kilometers an hour. High plus 3. Wind chill minus 6 earlier this morning. UV index 3 or moderate. Tonight, partly cloudy. Wind up to 15 kilometers an hour. Low minus 4. Wind chill minus 6 overnight. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and cloud. 30% chance of rain showers or flurries in the afternoon. Wind up to 15 kilometers an hour. High plus 5, except plus 1 along the straight. Wind chill minus 6 in the morning. UV index 4 or moderate. Tomorrow night, cloudy periods, low minus 5. Wednesday, a mix of sun and cloud. High plus 5. Wednesday night, clear, low minus 5. April is Poetry Month. Get started early on writing your entry to this year's poetry contest as the deadline is Sunday, April 16th. Poems can be as long or short as you like and must be written by residents of the Tantramar region. The winning poets will receive a fantastic Tantramar prize package. Visit sackville.com programs to see a list of age categories and to download the submission form. Then submit your poem and form to Deanna Cadman at d.cadman at sackville.com or drop your poem off at Town Hall in Sackville.
Meet and connect with other readers at the Sackville Public Library Book Club. April's book, Milk and Honey, by Rupi Carr, will be discussed on Tuesday, April 4th, from 6 to 7 p.m. New members are welcome to join, and books are available at the Sackville Library Desk, located at 66 Main Street. For more information on this event, you can visit their Facebook page at Sackville Public Library, or call 506-364-4915. Have you ever wanted to look further into your favorite music to find out what really went into all those songs? Well, don't look anywhere else because Laura Turns It Up to 11 will provide you with the much-needed insight to truly appreciate some of the best songs from the 20th and 21st century. Tune in at 7pm on Mondays on your favourite radio station, CHMA 106.9 FM.
Hey guys, this is Deep and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Tantramar is offering a food handler and food safety certification course on Monday, April 2nd from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Students enrolled in this course will receive training in a variety of different food safe practices, including food handling, storing, preparing, sanitation, and hygiene. The course will be taught by Food Safe Atlantic. For more information or to register, call 506 364 4938 or email visitor at sackville.com. Registration can also be done at the front desk of Town Hall at 31 Main Street in Sackville.